Welcome to the Nashville Women's Health Podcast. This podcast was created as a way to provide education and connection to the women of Middle Tennessee. My goal is to connect you with local women's health and fitness providers so you know what services are available in your area. I am your host, Amy Bailey. I'm a local women's health physical therapist, yoga instructor, and life coach. Thank you for joining the podcast and being a part of this amazing community. Good morning and welcome to another edition of the Nashville Women's Health Podcast. Today I'm joined by my good friend Kelly Ehlert. Hey Kelly. Hello. Thanks for having me. Gosh, thanks so much for joining me. I'm excited. It's crazy you're doing this. I'm excited to see where this can go for you. Thank you. So tell us a little bit about you. Give me a rundown of your bio. Yeah, so um, I guess going way back, I played volleyball through high school and it got me into college. Played Division one volleyball, and honestly, I think that's what led me down the PT path because my junior year, I ended up having a stress fracture in my spine, um, and was kind of off. I think I had to take twelve weeks off. So during that time, I obviously had therapy. I met the therapist. Um, I think I did an elite downtown. I was like, man, I could do this. Like, yeah, <laughs> I would love to do this and help people get back to their sport or their, you know, whatever their passion is. So fast forward several years, um, we stayed in town, got into Belmont, finished up with my doctorate and wanted to go down the sports ortho world. Um, I loved athletic training, but because I played sports in college, it was really hard to do that program and what I had been going into, which was the exercise science program. So I just kind of stuck with that path and worked as a tech Finished up prereqs and got into Belmont first round. Um, started out of school at a pretty big corporate group, which I I loved at the time because I learned a ton. I'm a natural learner, which I'm learning about myself and finding out. And um, just after a few years, I realized that seeing 20 to 25 patients a day was mm-hmm. exhausting. I had had two children, um, and at that point when I started to change, I guess, thoughts, My son was maybe six, seven months old, and then I had the opportunity to work in a smaller private practice where I was not seeing that volume, Um, and I got to treat one-on-one for a full 45 minutes to an hour, which I absolutely loved. So about a year ago, I guess, things again changed pace. We paid off loans, which... Hallelujah. That's cool. (laughs) You know how much... Of a burden those are, and the opportunity became available where I could move into my own space. Um, Now, I I do women's health as well. That started around the same time that the switch from corporate to the private practice started. Um, Personally, mainly that happened after my daughter. I started experiencing some symptoms. Um, that I just didn't know what to do with. You know, you go to grad school and you learn all this stuff about your body, but you don't know where to turn to for help because nobody really has talked about it in terms of, um, you know, pain with sex or I can't jump rope anymore (laughs) or Mm -hmm. there's still some tension or my, like, I would do lunges and I could feel it on one side of my hip. It just felt funky. Um, and being a college athlete, I was higher level. Like I felt like I had a pretty good base of um, strength, and it just changed after I had my daughter, and then again after I had my son. And I was um, introduced to the idea and watched a couple of therapists 
treat patients in terms of just their interaction. And I thought, you know, I can do this. And then after having my personal story with that, um, that really led me down to the women's health. So I took a few courses and started treating um, more, more women when I say women's health as opposed to pelvic health because I don't, I'm not trained at this point to treat males. Um, same type of anatomy, but a little different. And honestly, out of respect for my husband, <laughs> you yeah. know, I chatted about it. And so my passion with all that is um, just postpartum care mm -hmm. and the things that I experienced that I brought to my doctor <clears throat> that were dismissed, I felt like, at the time. Um, and so, yeah, this was I'm gonna, a, big, a big circle. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to tease out a lot of things that you said there. I think I'm just going to start with the most recent, the not treating men, because I get this question a lot. Well, men have pelvises too. Why don't you do men's health? And just for me, my passion is women. So I thought it was yeah, interesting that you absolutely. thought you said out of respect for your husband. So I think that's a great spin. He on... and I have talked about it. And honestly, it's, it sounds bad, but it's literally just one course. You know, right. you and I know that both. Um, and I will probably get there eventually, but at this point, there's enough women for <laughs> us to treat. That's so true. And my other passion besides, like you said, the postpartum care and the, and the women's health is um, just athletes and runners. I see a lot of Actually, there's a you know several runners in town from one of the high schools that I'm pretty close with the coach, so I see a lot of them. So I kind of get a mix of where I get my women's health. Let's get your body back where you can you know go play with your kids and pick them up off the floor and put them in the crib, and then I get my I I need to run you know a 5k in under 15 minutes. Like get me there. So I really like the, yeah the, the full gamut of that mental challenge and physical challenge of treating different types of patients, I guess. Yeah, and it's a great opportunity to get to people early when they're that oh, young absolutely. and talk about the importance of their health and staying balanced and in shape. Mm -hmm. I was going to ask if you treat any volleyball players. I have not at this point. Um, I just don't think I've made the contacts. Um, but that it seems to be more runners right now just because of who I'm friends with. I have have treated a few bodybuilders <laughs> yeah. from a local gym who compete, so that was fun because, once again, their main long-term goals are a little different than yours or mine, mm -hmm. where we just need to function. Theirs is they got to look and lift the part. So, you know, going into private practice for myself, um, it's who you know and kind of meet along the way. And, and getting your name out it's there. It's word of mouth, yes. Because yes. yeah. one person loves you, and then I literally – I can probably name 10 people from one of my patients who I saw three or four years ago. And it's been phenomenal to see that. The um, just a chain. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> yeah. So tell me, you have a lot of initials behind your name. <laughs> tell me what those I do. <laughs> so my prior employer paid for a few of them. That was their big push. So C-O-M-T. So let's start. So Kelly Alert, PT, DPT, C-O-M-T, OCS, CBMT. <laughs> So basically what I tell folks is I'm a licensed physical therapist with a doctorate in physical therapy. I have an orthopedic clinical specialist, so that's a board certification. Ah. And I am certified orthopedic manual therapist. And then I also dry needle. So CDNT is certified dry needling therapist. So um, go I think see that this covers girl. everything. <laughs> yeah. I'm working on a coaching. You, you and I chatted about that before. I'm mm -hmm. working on a prenatal, postnatal coaching, which is a little different because it's you kind of get to do more of the head game, which I'm, I'm starting to enjoy figuring out your why and what's 
what's not happening for you that we need to overcome. Um, how to meet your goals and what's how to blocking meet your you. Goals and yes. what, yeah, what are we going to do to get you past that point? Or how can we make things at home to give you more success and more, you know, yeah. more empowerment. Just give you the empowerment to, like, take control of your life again. And I love the name coach because that's what we are. We don't fix people. They work with oh, us absolutely. to help fix themselves. So, yeah. And I think a lot of people expect to pop on the mm. table, you rub my shoulder, and it'll be good. I'm like, mm, you've got to follow up with what's lacking, which is strength and control and awareness and posture, you know, and we're able to kind of tease all of that out. But we can only do that with them <laughs> being coachable right, and being willing to actually follow through. Mm -hmm. The the best results are those that actually take your advice and run with it. And then us being able to connect with people and get our point across why that's so important. Yeah. So tell me kind of what types of clients you see. You mentioned the athletes. You mentioned women's health. Um, But is there a certain age range? My ideal client um, coming into my private practice, the niche would be more the like we said, the women's health. So I would love to get into more women's homes postpartum within the first three to six weeks. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of change, I think, with ACOG, the American, what is it, Council of Obstetricians, I can't ever say that word. <laughs> Obstetricians and gynecologists. <laughs> yeah. Where, you know, six weeks is too long for these ladies to wait because they're still having to get up and down at night out of the bed. They're still having to pick up their toddlers, do their laundry, get in and out of the vehicle. So if we can train these women and, teach them what to do or what not to do in a lot of cases. I would love just to kind of get out there and give them some more education on um, why do you pee, how to improve your back pain, how to improve your scar mobility, how to improve your diastasis, which is where the belly muscles just are softer split, Um, why posture is so important, why breathing is so important, Um, why it's not safe to run six weeks postpartum if you've never had any base in, um, you know, you've never addressed the core, you know, it takes 10 months to a year to get pregnant and for some people a little longer and grow that baby. You are not ready at that six week mark just to jump back into everything you did before. And I really would love to break that misconception and that myth and teach Mm -hmm. people the correct way to get back and not, um, I don't want to be negative, but honestly, some of this stuff is not addressed. So then we end up with surgery at 40 and 50 because nobody ever told us anything otherwise. Mm-hmm. You know, and listen to podcasts and stuff. Other countries, France gets, what, automatic 15 to 20 visits immediately after they leave the hospital. I think the podcast I listened to recently, Germans get 30 visits. Wow. And it's a shame on, you know, they get their hands slapped if they don't. It's on the mom. Yeah. Of course, their healthcare system is different. But the mindset behind it is they're so much more aggressive in taking care of the being proactive the issues. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. As opposed to being reactive, like our system, I feel like tends to Wait, be. So you have a problem, and then see and what then, we can do yeah, to fix it. Let's be preventative and proactive, and just a lot of times it's yeah, you're doing the right thing. Keep rolling. You know, right. I don't intend to treat somebody for something like I'm not going to keep them. For three and four and five months, if, oh, yeah, you've got good pelvic floor contraction, you've got good awareness, you know how to hold your kids, you can breathe, you know, all these little things. And just really educating on how the whole system works together 
because it's not just one thing usually that breaks down. Usually it's a cascade that finally gets the back pain to where the back's locking up or giving out or going out or I don't know. Little things <laughs> add up. I'm just so passionate about yeah, yes. the why. Like let's find out the why behind why your system is not working optimally. Um, before there's a big problem. Before there's something where somebody has to go surgically repair or you miss work or you lose, you know, a field trip with your kids or, you know, all the little things that your family expects you to do. Um, I think the expectations on new moms, you've got to get back oh, to your yeah. regular pre-baby life like those. Yeah. And whether the they're images put and... on by society or moms themselves. I think we're our, our own tough crowd because I remember I with my daughter, I was like, you know, like I said, I was college athlete. I'm like, I ain't going to wear pants. If I don't have to wear maternity pants, I'm going to wear my cute little clothes. And man, you know, I'm going to get back as soon as I can. And I didn't realize, but nobody, nobody taught me that, you know, and it's okay to slow your roll. Mm -hmm. Like you don't have to go do your 10, 15 miles a week or, you know, cause I went straight back after eight weeks to standing for eight, 10 hours a day. Yep. Like most of us do in yes. the medical profession. Or um, any profession, you go back to work. Really? You have tiny yeah. Babies, yeah. and it's different sitting at a desk because you have other issues then than standing, like you know, you and I probably did. But um, or yeah. I went back to running. I was a runner before yeah. my first baby, and you know, six weeks too. you're cleared to run. Out I go, and oh, I remember how I felt. Just to consider it. Yeah, there's actually that whole there's a guidelines that a couple therapists um, wrote earlier this year. Did you ever see that? No. Um, and it's literally, I'll have to send you the link because it's yes. amazing. Or post it below. But it's, um, I don't even know how many different considerations. Like, are you getting enough rest? Yeah. Are you, what is and your pelvic floor strength? No. Usually <laughs> never. <laughs> even 15 years up. When I have a seven and a five-year-old now. But it's all the other thing. Are you taking in enough calories? Are you ah. breastfeeding? What supportive wear are you you know, it's all these little considerations mm -hmm. that I would love to bring to the forefront. Yeah, like a checklist. Health. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. And you know what's hard about that is not everybody fits in the checklist. Sure. So I don't like the protocol type stuff. But yeah, it's just things for people to be, oh, I never thought about that. Right. <laughs> well, let's address it so it's not a piece of your, you know, piece of your problem, I guess. And so the goal is always to get them where they want to be. But sometimes Absolutely. we have to move slower. Yes, and I rarely, you know, I had a runner the other day. I was like, I never tell people to not run, mm -hmm. but you can't walk. Like, you can't walk normally, so you're not going to be able to Right. Run. So it's obviously different with um, women's health issues, but if a jump rope is, you know, if you can't jump rope, let's figure out a way to modify. Like, don't mm -hmm. not do it completely. No, don't, you know, completely take it off the table, but let's just back off and take a look at where's your alignment once again just all those little little trickle things that we can kind of and I think having a therapist or a <clears throat> great personal trainer there are other health Absolutely. professionals that can look at you but having someone look at you one-on-one -on -one is critical because we all progress differently we all have different yeah. stories in our body and what we've gone through whether that's our pregnancy our labor or past surgical things you know, so I just think that one-on-one -on -one is, is critical. Absolutely. So a lot of people don't know what a pelvic floor physical therapy therapist does. So sure. kind of tell, us, tell us what a session looks like, what sure. all you do. So um, 
basically, the joke is among orthopedic and pelvic floor therapists is it's orthopedics in a cave. So basically, <laughs> the pelvic floor are three layers of muscles that are housed in your pelvis. So just kind of your your in between your hip bones. Um, it's the base of your core. So your core being kind of your midsection. So top is diaphragm, pelvic floor is bottom. Got your abs on the front, and you got your spine muscles on the back, and that forms kind of that canister that helps to control uh, almost every movement that you do, even speaking and talking and coughing, all that. But the pelvic floor is the bottom of the canister. Um, it has five major functions. So the first function is for support, hold your organs up and in. The second function is for stability or stabilization. That once again gives you that control to be able to maneuver your legs and. Um, pivot that kind of stuff then you've got the sump pump which kind of helps the lymphatics you've got the sexual function and um, pleasure and then the last one is sphincteric so it's just bladder and bowel control keeping everything in or helping it pass out like it's supposed to um Our voluntarily <laughs> so it's huge it does it's a important. lot <laughs> um and so i love teaching about it because i'd never learned about it before and it's it does a lot. Like, it works all the time. Every little movement that you do, there's some degree of um, kind of control and, and oh, what's the word, engagement, I guess, of that pelvic floor. So sometimes it works, and you don't really think about it, which I think is most of us. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes there's, quote, dysfunction, which is a PT word, but where it just doesn't function optimally. And what we can see is prolapse, where your organs start falling down, your your vaginal canal, or we've got incontinence, and that can be urinary or fecal. Um, it can be pelvic pain, where we've got those uh, muscles either have a trigger point or alignments off, so the muscles are kind of torqued, or scar tissue for those of us who've had vaginal deliveries. Um, you know, there's several different there several different issues, and I think there was one study I watched the other day that said was a really high stat that like 60 to 70 percent of people with low back pain actually have pelvic floor dysfunction yeah. and don't realize right and they go to doctor after doctor or even physical therapist after physical therapist and still aren't getting relief and they're not they're not yeah mm-hmm. so what if, nobody's addressing the pelvic floor I see these patients and it's amazing when we finally get them yeah. because they're sent to a quote specialist we mm-hmm. finally treat some of the pieces of the puzzle that have completely been you and, know forgotten or uh, just not addressed not not looked at yeah and so women's health physical therapist has special training to assess those muscles so using a finger um you literally just palpate through the three layers of muscles you're looking for once again pain you're looking for attention you're looking for does one side feel the same as the other um but also looking at the spine like and the pelvis how are things aligned how are you moving are things moving how they should. Once again, is it hurting? Um, So we look at a lot of stuff. Um, And with my orthopedic background, I like to look beyond just there at the feet and the knees. You know, what Mm. is the rest of the system doing? Because most of the time, like you said, when we finally get them, they've addressed some of it, but not all of it. Right. And then the body tends to compensate. It follows the path of least resistance. So it's, it does what it needs to do so you can get to where you need to go and Right. We, um, yeah, find all sorts of fun stuff. Right. We're one body. Yes. We're one body. And then, yeah, then we get the brain and the nervous system, which is a whole nother can of worms. Yes. 
So I think it can be intimidating to see a women's health PT. Absolutely. <laughs> so how do you eliminate people's fears? What do you tell them off the front end? I think the hardest, yeah, is admitting that there's something wrong because mm-hmm. this is kind of a hush-hush area. And I feel like our generation, we're not putting up with the junk, yes. the issues that our our, our past, especially our grandparents, you know, you don't talk about anything mm-hmm. and even generations prior, but with social media, things are becoming more, uh, I guess, normalized in terms of just conversation. So um, I think a lot of it's prep talk in terms of, you know, my goal is to help you understand your body. I want you to know why. I want to give you power to understand that, look, this is a real thing. Like, you're just not making it up. Like, something something is legitimately there, and let me help you figure it out, and let me help you fix it um, to a degree where we minimize what's wrong and we maximize um, what is right. And so, you know, I had a mom last week come and see me. This is her sixth kid. Um, I met her at a diastasis recti, uh, Amanda Howard's a Pilates instructor in town, and she and I do a lot of work together. And she'll be coming on the podcast soon. <laughs> she And she is amazing. So she's done a lot of the groundwork with some of these ladies that I get because she understands my tr- my training and my treatment style. I do a lot of hands-on myofascial and kind of release work. So she knows. Like, she sees some of these ladies, and so she preps them. Like, this is what she's going to do. So I think having other, quote, team members. Yes. Um, and people kind of prep. But anyways, back to the story. She texted me and was like, hey, what do I expect? What do I need to do? I'm like, just come comfortably. It's like, we're just going to talk. Let's talk. I have yes. a solid hour to an hour and a half for these evals because some women have a ton of history we need to dive through. Yep. Anything from falling off a horse to stress with a miscarriage to family stress or abuse or there's a lot of other things that go into it. I think we um, <clears throat> tend to kind of smother, <laughs> especially as women. But I was like, just come in. We're going to talk. Let's just see what you can do. Like yeah. baseline today is let's see where let's see where you're at. The goal is not to, you know, uh, degrade and be like, oh, my gosh, you have the worst strength ever. You had six kids. No wonder you, <laughs> da, 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 da. you know. But right. She actually was a lot better than some of my other ladies. <laughs> like, good for you. Everyone's different. But the goal yes. is, yeah, the goal is just be sweet and be open and be real and give them that, the, the positive words. Because I was there, you yeah. know, like, that's scary when you find out you have a prolapse, like your insides are falling out or you're laying in the bed thinking, I should be able to enjoy my husband and this sucks and it's been six months. And the doctor gave me a tube of cream, and I have no idea what to do with it, you right. know? And so it's, it's I th- we're a safe place, yes. I feel like, because we can, we have the full hour. There's a lot of medical providers who give you 10, 15 minutes. Right. We give them the space to and share. They, yeah. They shove story. the pharmaceuticals at you, or they shove whatever else, I don't know, at you, and they're just so abrupt sometimes. And so honestly... Just being honest, yeah, being honest with the patient and saying, we're going to just see where you're at and try to make it a comfortable space. It's a more holistic approach, I feel. Yeah, absolutely. And then the goal eventually is to, yeah, let's look at nutrition and we'll refer out. Or, you know, I like to get people to the point where, all right, you know what to do. Let's go see Amanda or let's go talk to your trainer and be like, right, let's, right, because you need to be functionally strong to maintain life. Um. <clears throat> and I honestly don't want to, I want to strengthen them, but I don't want to train them. Yes. 
Like, I want, once again, that empowerment. Like, let me get to the point where you know what to do or not do, Mm -hmm. and then you go and find what you love. Yes. To keep yourself healthy and keep yourself moving forward. Um, And it's going to take a while, you know, for some stuff to get better. Mm -hmm. Because it took a while, especially postpartum, to get there. And giving it, so give yourself that that grace and that space to grow and heal. Um, And so I think all of that helps to kind of break that break that fear and just that initial conversation. I love what you said. I want to give them power. Like that is powerful. Just that statement and that belief that you have, that makes you a great therapist. You want to empower your patients, which it's not about you. It's about them at that point. Yeah, absolutely. It's, you know, they feel so helpless. I feel like, or I did in the system of, well, who, like, what, what do I do? And you're, you're in that, the medical system, you go seek help. Um, I feel like there's just not much conversation on, yeah. you just do this. That's the point of this podcast. Let's open the conversation. Let's open the conversation yes. and break down the doors and get, yeah, yeah, get out. Another thing you said, and I feel this way too, as a women's <clears> health PT, I like being the first line. I like getting people early Yes, and then passing them on to someone who enjoys the more hardcore exercise, you know, so yeah, I feel the same way. Get back to the CrossFit gym or get back to, yeah. And I have a list list of providers that I go to because I know they're going to progress them safely. They Mm -hmm. know where I come from. I know where they come from. I know it's, they're not just going to throw them in a gym with a heavy weight. Yeah. The anatomy or the, they'll ask those questions like, did that feel okay? Right. <laughs> there, I'm actually working on another certification. Of course. <laughs> As you and I tend to, <laughs> I love to it. do. It's a prenatal post, um, I guess pre and postnatal coaching certification through Girls Gone Strong, which I love their their vision and their mission as well. But it's it's uh, working on just that mindset of the why and what can we do together. Um, and so I'm really hoping, I'm hoping to find more more of the fitness professionals in the area that I can say, hey, mm-hmm. this girl knows her, or this guy even, yeah. knows his stuff, and he's going to recognize when you start having symptoms that maybe we need to address again, or the y'all just modify it, um, and just, it's the awareness, once again, it's yeah. the awareness of what's normal, and what should and shouldn't be, that right. is, I guess, a huge passion and maybe vision of mine, I yeah. don't know, mission. And yeah. finding other providers that are constantly educating themselves, oh, keeping yeah. up with things. Because things change. The things we were taught about diastasis, for instance, Absolutely. 10 years ago are completely different than and what we're hearing now. Fearful. And yeah, taking that fear out of, you mm-hmm. know, we're scared to pick up our five pound poodle or whatever. And you're like, <laughs> you can pick that up. You've got to pick up your 25 pound kid. Like, let's have to do life. Let's learn how to, <laughs> let's breathe through it. Let's, what are you? Yeah, exactly. Let's, let's looking do it at safely. all the details. Absolutely. Yes. Okay. So tell me about the vibe in middle Tennessee related to women's health. What do we need more of? What are we doing great at? I feel like there are, obviously you and I are both providers, um, cash-based providers. There's Laura Gordy, who's also in kind of the Franklin, South Nashville area. So there's a few of us that are kind of doing it independently. Um, and I actually learned that Summit Hospital just got a program. So there's there's obviously this big boom because there's several other corporate groups and hospital-based groups that are... Uh, that are growing this so it tells me that you and I are in this niche yeah. <laughs> on the front end of it and I'm hoping that 
as independents, we can bring a lot of awareness, and then it's up to the patients to kind of seek where, where and who would treat them best. But it seems to be one of the best and the hottest uh, kind of growing niches within the therapy practice women's as a health, whole. Therapy. Yeah. yeah, pelvic yeah. health, women's health, um, all of it. And I think because the conversation's more consistent – there, there, it's booming because yeah. I think more people are recognizing we're great. We should be the top tier of treatment for certain issues like incontinence, according to um, ACOG again. And then what was the other one? One of the urinary urogynecology. Urogynecology, yeah. 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 So, and I think once doctors realize that we are fully capable to help these patients without throwing drugs at them that gives them all these negative side effects, we'll get... We'll get the patients will kind of they'll know we're out get there. The, That's the get thing. the help they need. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I um I did the math. I'm such a nerd, and oh, I, don't, I love this. I don't I have the numbers in front of me. I'll have to do a podcast on it. But I did the math of how many women are in Tennessee based on the latest census, and then I kind of divided that by how many physical therapists are in Tennessee, and then I divided that by a percentage, and it was a rough estimate of how many women's health PTs there were in Tennessee. And I can't in my lifetime treat my share of women's health. We need more women's health providers. So this, you know, scarcity mindset is we got to get rid of that. There's more than enough women in work. And And there are so many people moving in the area. Right. And we're not just talking, you know, it's not just postpartum women who have issues, no, though. athletes. I mean, this is a whole Chronic realm. pelvic it's pain. It's gymnasts. It's runners. It's little old ladies who have the worst posture ever because all they're doing is squishing their... Our crossfitters. <laughs> yeah, Come right? on with the double unders. I, I mean, can't tell you how many crossfitters I, I see. And box jumps. I think those two are the top. Tennis players. Let's talk about Any, the impact yeah. of hitting a ball with that much force. They're, I mean... I see so many people who have not had children, but pelvic pain is a big population that I treat. I love treating people with pelvic pain and helping them just through that. So I see a lot of people that um, struggle with infertility and they have pelvic Mm -hmm. pain. So just that population's out there too. It's, it's amazing what an impact we can make. It's a very wide, I guess, um, what's the word? Uh, There's a big base for it. So like you said, it's not, if I specialize in more postpartum, and then my athletes, which <laughs> two very separate niches, and they always tell you to, um, they always tell you to kind of niche more narrowly. Um, but I, I love treating all the. <laughs> That's <laughs> great. It. Yeah. So the goal is, yeah, the goal is a higher level new mom, or even mom who's been out. You know, the kids are back in school. Like, let's take care of your body. You want to take care of it. Let's address all the junk mm-hmm. before it becomes something we have to. Um, yeah. One thing I did want to bring up, and I didn't prep you for this one, but just Uh kind of of let us this way. I know you know the answer. Don't even worry. You and I both are cash-based. We don't take insurance. Absolutely. Yeah. Tell us why you chose to do that. That's um, actually not too many people have struggled with this with me, but I know that when I've just talked about to friends that I'm doing this, they're like, why would you do that? Everybody has insurance. I've had a few that, yes, quite a few. Um, And the reason is... I found that there's several other therapists in town and then also kind of nationally that, that are doing this. For me, my main focus was because of the manual base I have in terms of like the hands-on care, insurance doesn't like to give money for that type of treatment. They mm-hmm. don't value my education and my hands-on treatment to the patient. They would rather you squat. They would rather you balance. They would rather you do these other functional tasks, which makes sense. Sure. 
Um, but to me, because I felt like the value that I was able to give some of these patients compared to the reimbursement, and then also jumping through the hoops of getting credentialed, which takes months, mm -hmm. and then having to deal with the paperwork, and then having to deal with the reimbursement, and the, you know, if something got kicked back, like, I just don't have the manpower, but mainly I felt like I could give the patient a better, man, one-on-one -on -one treatment session without mm -hmm. worrying about what they're going to give me at the end of the right. day, which is always, like, choked down us within... Mm -hmm. The other world of get this many units, you have this eval, you have this many patients per week, you have this many patients per day, you have to have this cancellation rate below a certain number. And so my main goal is to do the right thing for every yeah, patient. For the patient. Block my hour and a half if this mama needs it or yes. this whoever needs it and just be real with them. Um, and so my rates will probably go up in the next couple months. They've been quite low compared to other therapists, but um, right now they're where we're we're feeding ourselves at the house. And we're, paying for, <laughs> we're paying for what we need to, right. but I know I know I need to increase increase rates, which has been a struggle too. Of the it's hard of the yeah, just the the marketing with all yeah. that. But I, I agree. That. You know, I think if you're limited by insurance, you don't do certain things, whether it's a modality like e-stem yeah. or heat or ice or massage or joint mobilizations because you might not get paid for it or you don't have time to do it. Yes. So being you're a, multiple, you have 3 and 4 patients at a time and you're balancing between this little old lady looks like she's going to fall, so mm -hmm. you don't get your shoulders stretched or mobilized because her life takes precedence over your mobility. Right. Like, and there was this, or you had so many people, oh, just put that patient on the bike a few more minutes because there's no table space, which, mm -hmm. I mean, I did that. There were several, <laughs> we've all several times like that, that we've all had to, you yeah. know, just figure it out. Um, and it just makes me appreciate the options and the... Yeah. opportunities that I've had recently with starting starting my practice. Well, patients get better faster as well. Oh, yeah. I'm working have... myself out of a job, essentially. I know. I know. So I that's that. the thing is they're, they're, <laughs> I'm seeing them so infrequently. Instead of a 12 visit, you know, three times a week for six weeks or whatever, I'm seeing them once, twice a week for four and five weeks. Mm -hmm. And they're getting better faster. Yeah. So out of pocket, most patients are paying less that's right. in total to see me with better results in a shorter amount of time. And then they have full access. They have my text. They have my email. They can call me. Like, right. I am available 90% of the day. Well, minus when my hands are on somebody. But you'll get back to them. You know, quickly. I don't. you don't have to leave a message at the front desk and wait <laughs> to see. Like, you, it's personal. you contact me directly. Yeah. And so I've had several where, hey, Kel, my back went out. Can you meet me yeah. wherever? I'm like, yeah, let's go to the office. I'll yeah. meet you after church or whatever. And so that's been nice because I've been able to cater and um, Run really your business help. Well, yeah, and, act, and be a mom as well where I get to go on field trips or go to a conference. Or, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Next week my daughter has a field trip. To Which makes you a better therapist because you're more balanced. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, you don't feel like you're squashed one way or the other. And relatable to other women who come to you too. Yes. Um, so uh, this comes up for me because they do want to submit to insurance. Kind of tell mm -hmm. me about how you, do you provide super bills? What is a super bill? I do. Bill? Yeah. So, um, basically insurance needs a receipt. So that comes through an email and then they need a super bill. So it just little, it's little codes and little numbers and tells insurance what my rate is. Um, 
And so it's all broken down and I email it to you and you literally submit all that. And if there's anything else the insurance needs, they usually send a paper form or something. But I've had several and I've had, uh, I haven't had any issues yet. I've had one insurance company send a note that said, hey, we need notes. So um, I talked to the patient and said, hey, they want documentation. I'll email you all my notes and just shoot it to them yeah. in a big form and they'll reimburse. So. And you take HSA cards? I do, HSA, um, and then any any cards. Checks are preferable because obviously cards you get that little percentage dinged. (laughs) But um, honestly, at the end of the day, it's it's easier to to swipe. Um, I another thought and I lost it. Uh, Any upcoming events or specials you have going on? Man, Amanda and I have been talking about trying to do a series. Um, I created a B4 program, so it's um, what my vision is, like the fourth trimester before you get back at it. So looking at breathing, your back, your belly, and your bum. And so just trying to, once again, get the awareness out. So I'm hoping to start doing some more local um, talks. I did. I literally stopped by 15 to 20 different places two weeks ago. That's I think crazy. I talked to you and yes. met some of the gym owners. And it's just a matter of nailing down some dates. And so I'll go in and talk to their members just more specifically. So right now, just more um, more isolated little spots. And then I'd like to do something at the therapy gym where I work because we've got the space. Yeah, so tell people how to contact you. So I work, I'm in Mount Juliet at the therapy gym. So there are several providers within this space. Um, And so I share room and share space with them. I am on Instagram at i.am.priority.pt. And that's the same as my, um, I think my Facebook is the same thing. And then uh, website's just www.iamprioritypt.com. So... I'll put all this in the show notes. Don't worry. You don't have to write it down. Talk really fast. <laughs> <laughs> Any um, parting words of wisdom? Anything you want to leave people with? I think my main thing is as awkward and as hard as these conversations can be in terms of admitting to some of these unmentionables being um, you just can't control your urine or you just can't enjoy sex or some. Some of that stuff, I feel like there's a lot of healing in verbalizing that, and then there's a ton of healing and a ton of just self-growth in going to see somebody specifically for you, which is kind of the name, like, make yourself a priority. Ah. Make your pelvic health a priority because I feel like it's a huge part of our body Ah. we don't think about. Um, and kind of like what I said at the very beginning, that part of your body has five main functions. It's a lot. And so if we can, once again, address things early on, that's that's like a huge, I don't know, like let's <laughs> let's just address things as we need to initially, do it right, and then we can kind of avoid so much down the road. So maybe just don't be, don't be scared. Mm-hmm. Check people out. There's several of us. Go to their Facebook page. <laughs> Go to their um, work page. You know, you can learn a lot from some of these therapists. And um, I think that will allow you to break down some of that fear barrier when you see what they're about and see their personality. Um, so, yeah, I think that's Yeah, it. I think that's awesome. And that's what this podcast is about is breaking down the walls, the boundaries for women in Nashville and realizing there are options out there, whatever your needs are. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much, Kelly. You're welcome. I'm glad we finally did it. (laughs) 
All right. Thanks, everybody. Have Bye. a great day.